Carolina, and this recording is from one of our church services. For more information, visit our website at churchofphiladelphia.com. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy the message. Numbers chapter number 27, verse number one. And here begins the reading of our God's holy word. It says, Then came the daughters of Zephaphat, the son of Hepha, the son of Gilead, the son of Machir, the son of Manasseh, of the families of Manasseh, the son of Joseph. And these are the names of the daughters, Mala, Noah, Hagla, and Milcah, and Terza. And they stood before Moses and before Eliezer, the priest, and before the princes and all the congregation by the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, saying, Our father died in the wilderness, and he was not in the company of them that gathered themselves together against the Lord in the company of Korah, but died in his own sin and had no sons. Why should the name of our father be done away from among his family? Because he have no son. Give unto us, therefore, possession among the brethren of our father. And Moses brought their cause before the Lord, and the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, The daughters of Zelophehad speak right, thou shalt surely give them a possession of an inheritance among their father's brethren, and thou shalt cause the inheritance of their father to pass unto them. You can be seated in the presence of our living God. Amen. And I just want to remind you briefly about this current sermon series that we are in. We are still talking about leading with love, leading with love. And remember, our foundational scriptures were as this found in the book of John, chapter number 13, right? Our foundational scriptures were this right here, found in John chapter 13, verses 34 and 35, and it says, a new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. And 35 says, by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have loved one to another, right? And so we're still dealing with this current current uh, sermon series, right? But but what a little bit of things added to it now. We sprinkled a little bit. We're still talking about leading with love, but we are now sprinkled in this uh, women in ministry as they lead in love, right? And so as we find ourselves in the book of Numbers, chapter number 27, uh, the title that I'm working with on today is simply called Five Women with a Word. Five Women with the Word. And this is my nod to the seven women with the word and not just those seven women because we understand separate and apart from those seven women with the word we understand that there were people like prophetess Natara there were people like Eldris McKinney and Eldris Tord and, and different ones who bring about the word of God even down in our ministerial staff when you think about MIT Christina you think about uh, MIT Benicia you think about Minister Crystal these women who are phenomenal women all of these women are phenomenal women now I cannot I cannot mention those, you know, I'm going to say it like this. I can't name drop those particular women and not drop the original seven with the word, right? Uh, uh, when you think about... Uh uh, Minister Kelly out there in Tennessee, uh, when you think about uh, Pastor Kiri, uh, Prophetess Portia, Eldress Nadia, uh, Prophetess Benita, Pastor Katrina, and then my better have, y'all know it, my brown sugar, she's so sweet, just like candy, Prophetess 
Risha, right? Those are the original seven women with the word, right? And so for a subtopic, we have equal rights. And we've seen throughout the history how women have been standing up and they have taken the lead where they have been fighting for equal rights and things like equal pay and all of these different things, the right to vote and all of these different things. So it's not something that just happened or just popped up on the scene. This is something that has been taking place back in the biblical times, right? Where women have been fighting for equal rights and and here we have these five women matter of fact they are sisters biological sisters they are coming together for a particular cause for a particular cause right and so to give ourselves a little bit of foundation of the text that we're working with, you know, way back in chapter number 20, both the prophetess Miriam and the high priest Aaron at the time have now actually come to the place where they have died off. Right. And because of the rebellion of the children of Israel, you know, uh, with the exception of Joshua and Caleb, you know, the Lord is making sure that none of these adults make it into the promised land as he has promised them. So and uh, in, in they're wandering in the wilderness for over 40 years, God is making sure that all these adults who rebelled against him and didn't have the ability or the faith to trust and believe what God said concerning the promised land, uh, you know, because there were many, many times that they were walking in rebellious acts and, and many, many times that they were murmuring and complaining, not just against God, but against God's manservant, that being Moses. And this would anger the Lord, right? Many times God wanted to step in and just kill them all and, and, and Moses would intercede for them. And so we see these things taking place, you know, after God delivered them from the nation of Israel, uh, uh, Egypt, I should say, and through them walking in the wilderness throughout the course of this time, there were many different times that God wanted to just go and kill them all and, and Moses would intercede for them and God would relent of what he thought to do to them. And so... We see, even as the daughters mentioned, there was a particular sect of people, you know, Korah uh, uh, and his company, where they rose up against Moses, you know, tried to usurp the authority of Moses. And, and, and it's in that particular situation that God allowed the earth to open up itself and swallow all of them, that the scripture said that their name will no longer be remembered in the earth realm, right? And so just to kind of give us a little context of what's taking place, after Moses' sister and brother has died, Moses now has to, you know what? strip all the clothes, the priestly garments off of Aaron and put the clothes on Aaron's son, Eliezer, for him now to become the next high priest, right? And in doing this, when I, when I thought about this, I was thinking like, this man hasn't even had time to mourn the death of his sister before long. Now he's getting ready to, you know what I'm saying, have to mourn or attempt or try at least or hope to want to mourn the death of his brother. But God doesn't even give him time to do any of this stuff. Because as soon as he takes the garments off of uh, uh, Aaron and places them upon Eliezer, the Bible talks about how Aaron dies on the top of the mountain there, and then boom, they're having to move off and do what they're supposed to do, right? So as they're still wandering and conquering, because God was using the nation of Israel as his conquering army in the world en route to the promised land. And so as they're conquering these different nations, all these different ites along the way, you know, it is the glory of God that is on display as these people are, are being utilized as a vessel in the hand of God or an instrument in the hand of God to conquer all these people en route to the promised land. And so we, we, we come to the portion where as they're near, you know, getting ready to enter in, uh, 
you know, we see Balaam is called upon by Balak, right, uh, to, to curse the people of Israel. But this false prophet, he does not have the ability to do it. God would not let it be so that he would let him curse these people because God understood they were a blessed people. They are my people. So even when he went to speak curses, only blessings would flow out of his mouth. So it's, we still see, even in the midst of all of this stuff, God's hand was still upon these particular people as they're moving in route to go and conquer this particular promised land and move and abide in the place that God has called them to abide in, right? And so, again, when you think about uh, as God is allowing the previous generation or the older generation to die out because of their sin against God and because of their sin against God's manservant. The daughters make reference to that, you know, in particular, how they speak about our father was not in the midst of that stuff that Korah and his company rose up. Now, yes, our father being who he is, he had some sin of his own. But listen, let's make no mistake about it. He was not a part of Korah and Korah's company. Let's just make that perfectly clear. Right. So. That's trying to give us a little context of where we're talking. So we find ourselves right here now on verse number one. It says, then came the daughters of Zelophehad, the son of Hepher, the son of Gilead, the son of Makir, the son of Manasseh, of the families of Manasseh, the son of Joseph. And these are the names of his daughters, Mala, Noah, Hagla, and Milcah, and Terzah. Right. Five daughters. Right. And if we were to talk about numbers, seeing as though this book is called numbers. So we understand numbers are important to God. Right. Numbers are important to God. Matter of fact, it's in this particular book right here that two senses are taken. Right. Uh, one in the first chapter. When you find another census being taken in chapter number 26. Right. So we understand numbers are important to God, you know, in relation to the souls that are coming into the kingdom of God. Numbers are important to God. So let's never look at that, you know, as an insignificant thing. Numbers are very much important to God. Now, if you were to talk about spiritual meanings of number, we understand the number five denotes grace and things of that nature. Right? So surely we see the grace of God as we look into this particular story, right? Talking about these women. And if you understand anything about the culture of women and thus in this Eastern culture, uh, the Middle East culture, right? They, they did not necessarily speak to men per se. Women would particularly only speak to their husbands and their husbands would come and speak on behalf or for the family. So uh, think about this right here. It was a strange thing to see Christ when he went to the well and he met the woman at the well because culturally a woman was not supposed to speak to a man. And think about it. She uh, 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 was of a different. She was a Samaritan woman at that. And he was a Jew. And that's why even in the dialogue, she talks about, you know, how would this Jew, how would you listen to me? Or why are you talking to me? Because even culturally, them being from different sex, she being a Samaritan, he being a Jew, and just culturally in the culture, women did not speak to men, let alone alone a man of a different culture, uh, a man from a different place. But but she freely spoke in that. And we see in regards to him being the Messiah. So we see how God was even breaking traditions. So even when we talk about five women with the word, my nod again to the seven women with the word and all these other women, these phenomenal women with the word, what I understand about these women, these are untraditional women. Uh, in traditional times, these are untraditional women doing an untraditional move 
or making an untraditional move right here. And so you ought to thank God if there was a woman like this in your life, one that is declaring the word of our living God, making herself become a vessel or servant unto the living God, then you need to know this about that woman. She is a phenomenal woman. Yeah. And what I want you to understand, someday she was rejected, but still phenomenal. Someday she was overlooked, but still she has been phenomenal. Someday she has been abused verbally, but she is still a phenomenal woman. You got to understand, have not always had the necessary money to put ends to be met, but she is still a phenomenal woman. You got to understand, if she hasn't pushed out no seed out of her womb, she is still a phenomenal woman because she has served in another capacity. You got to understand. And if you understand that you got a good woman for you as a husband taking care of you in the household, understand, man, that you have a phenomenal woman dwelling in the house with you. And for that mother who is taking care of those children, helping to teach and train them up in the things of the Lord with you, understand that you have a phenomenal woman. And when you just put a little sprinkle of salt on it for the fact that she's declaring God's gospel, oh, my brother children. I'm trying to let you understand. Teenagers, uh, grandparents, I'm trying to let you understand. Husbands, brothers, uncles, and cousins, I'm trying to let you understand that you are dealing with a phenomenal woman. When things try to break her, listen, she only bent just a little bit. That is a phenomenal woman. When everybody else was trying to talk her out of what God said, and she know what God spoke to her, listen, that is a phenomenal woman. When she stood flat-footed and said, I know what God has called me to do, and I know who God has called me to be, that is a phenomenal woman. While everybody Everybody else was afraid to stand up and be who God called them to be. While everybody else was afraid to go after their dreams, goals, and aspirations. You see, she did that thing. That is a phenomenal woman. Going back to school in her later years, that is a phenomenal woman. She ain't got to be out in the forefront with the microphone. The fact that she's serving behind closed doors and serving folk and behind the curtain. Listen, that is still a phenomenal woman. You got to understand, we're trying to bless and honor these women who are leading in love as they lead in ministry. Street. And I don't want you to think men is just speaking with the microphone at its core. The foundation, the foundational definition for the word ministry is simply to serve. And if a woman is serving in any type of capacity, you need to understand she's ministering. Yeah, she's serving. Dad, my friend, dad, my brother is a phenomenal woman and you ought to applaud her. So I applaud these phenomenal women that God has placed in my midst. You got to understand I'm a little excited. So pray for me that I don't get too excited and I get ahead of myself that I can give this thing the way I believe God has given it unto me right but those are phenomenal women that god has surrounded us with you know uneasily broken unbothered these are phenomenal women while other women are shaking and you know what i'm saying they're falling back and taking steps back and they're afraid to rise up and let their voice be heard for what it is that they believe in no we got some phenomenal women who will stand flat-footed in your face and tell it like a ti is no it's like this uh see you are the best god for the courageous women that god has placed in our life and see for our daughters listen you got great role models you got great role models before you when you look at all these different women that god has placed around unique in their own regards you got to understand these are phenomenal women each have their different skill sets and functions and roles that they play and operate in but make sure you understand at their core they are phenomenal women that god has placed in your midst you can learn something from each one of these women oh yes you got to understand that so we are talking about five women with the word Five women with five phenomenal women with a word, right? 
So when you think about these particular women, right, they, 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 Moses gives us the names of these women. The first is Mala, the second is Noah, the third is Hagla, and the fourth is Milka, and the fifth is Terza, right? And when you understand the meaning of these names, when I, when I look at the meanings of these names, these names actually give us six descriptions of these women, right? When we see Mala, her names means disease or sickness, right? And, and, and women, I want you to find yourself here, right here, right here. Now, I know you may be looking at the first definition model, but but don't don't listen, don't misinterpret me, don't misunderstand me. Just give me a minute. We're gonna work this thing right here, right? Because maybe you may find yourself being described as a model, right? Where people, you know, people can't hardly stand you. When you talk about disease, let's break it down. Disease, you bring them uncomfort to their life, right? Uh, they can't stand how you will shake it, you will move, right? How you get things done. You you know what? You 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 oftentimes hear them say, you make me sick, or I can't stand. Do you know somebody it can you? I, I wish you would go ahead and throw your hand up right there. Because see, it might get hard right here, but I need some intercessor who will help me go ahead and plow through this hard space right here. Because it might get a little tricky right here because folk can't stand how you are shaking, you are moving, how you get things done. I'm talking about when you got all kinds of obstacles coming against you, people talking about you, lying on you, trying to tear your character down. But listen, listen, listen. One of the things that they have to say is that you make me sick and I can't stand you. For the fact that I'm favored, for the fact that I'm successful, yeah, it's because of those reasons right there. You have accomplished stuff that they dare not accomplish. They're afraid to take a stand. They're afraid to step out and risk it because I learned the other day that faith is spelled R-I-S-K. They're afraid to take risks. You got to understand what I'm talking about. But you with your phenomenal self, you with your bad self, you took a risk when you married that man. You took a risk when you came into full-time minute. You took a risk when you stood before the people and declared what dust said the Lord. You took a risk when you prayed and believed that's what God spoke to you and you came and spoke to people. You were taking a risk that I trust what God is. Uh, and they hate the fact that they still question was that God is this God what does God sound like but you know the voice of God and they quickly say I can't stand her she made me sick she thinks she all of that you know what I'm saying but don't you be moved by that just just keep in mind bear in mind that you are a phenomenal woman Mala and maybe you can relate to Mala where, where you make folk uncomfortable when they come into your presence you just being who you are it's not that you talking about them it's not that you looking down upon them no you just being who you are while they still confused about who they are you understand exactly who you are and it's not enough for you to understand who you are but you know what you've been called to do you understand your skill set you understand your function you understand your role here in this earth realm you know exactly what God has called you to do and some people can't stand you matter of fact let's take it up on that they will hate you for the fact that you know who you are and listen I want to add to what you know about yourself you are a phenomenal woman if you can relate to Mala you are phenomenal and then we have Noah we have Noah we have Noah whose name means motion or it means rest right and, and this is what i found out about Noah. for most of y'all if you relate to noah listen there are going to be people who try to enter into your life whether they sent by the enemy or whether it's just them themselves right and they can't stand you they're going to try to stop your flow oh but you need to let them understand listen greater is he that is in me than he that is within the world you can't stop what he put on the inside of me baby you got to understand there are rivers of living water that is flowing on the inside of me you can't stop this flow baby i know how to flex but i also know how to flow with god and when you try to mess me up stab me in the back and all the i need you to understand this flow that's on the inside that this flow that you see where things listen I, i'm flowing like water baby i get through the small places i get through the cracks baby where you get stuck see i'm like water god will just make a way for me and even when the hard thing is in front of me god will let me keep running over that thing keep running over that thing till that hard thing become a smooth thing for me to cross over you got to understand uh there is just a flow about me and why are you trying to 
trying to interrupt my flow? Why are you trying to block my flow? And why are you trying to stop my flow? But you need to understand this fluidity that I got, my ability to move like water, my ability to be unbothered. Listen, you got to understand this is about water too. Baby, moving water is one of the most powerful forces on the earth. And you got to understand I'm flowing, baby, because there was a river of living water flowing on the inside of me. There was a powerful force that's on the inside of me. You can't stop this flow. I don't care what you say. I don't care how you lie. I don't care how you try to backstab. I don't care how you try to tear my character down. I don't care how you try to slander. Listen, you can't stop this flow. Listen, because it is the flow of God on the inside of me. There is just a flow about me. I, when I move, I move in a smooth manner. I move in a smooth way. And you mad because you around here tripping and falling over your two left feet. But I got fluidity in my movement. I got fluidity in my stuff. Baby, don't hate me because I'm moving and flexing with the flow of God. Listen, there was just a motion about me. And not just that, you got to understand. See, listen, 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 listen. Those of you that are married, those of you who have children, I'm that type of phenomenal woman where, listen, when the world troubles my man, when the world troubles my children, see, they can come and rest in my bosom like the disciple that was loved, and they can find rest, uh, and they can find comfort because, what? Well, I'm a phenomenal woman. You got to understand. I ain't about to let you mess up my flow. You can at him all you want to. But listen, I know where he's coming home to. Why? Because there's a flow that takes place in this house, boo, and you're not going to interrupt that flow. See, it's something like when you see me and my wife do this right here, it's called don't you interrupt that flow. See, the flow is interrupted anytime our fingers come apart. But as long as they're together, baby, there is a flow that is taking place, and we're not going to let anything on the outside interrupt this flow. You got to understand, don't you let her, although she, listen, she got eyes for him, but where is he coming home to? Who is he laying in the bed with? Who is he giving this money to you got to understand who was he praying for you got to listen you can like him all day long but where is he coming i ain't about to let you interrupt this flow no nah, he ain't perfect but he perfect for me and that's what you got to understand i sure ain't perfect but i'm perfect for him and that's what you got to understand we're not about to let you interrupt this flow boo boo so you can just look but look from a distance you better not touch because see listen you got to understand my next sister my next sister listen i may act like my next sister now understand now and, and since let's go ahead and move to Hagla. Let's just go ahead and move to Hagla because I'm afraid this is where I found most of these phenomenal women at right here, right? The word is, her, her name means partridge. And when you understand partridge, it's a type of bird denoting a game bird, a bird that is hunted. And what I'm trying to say is, woman, you may feel like you are always hunted, that you always have a target on your back. Somebody is always coming after you. Listen, it may be a hunter in your house. You got to hear what I'm trying to tell. A hunter on your job, a hunter in your inner circle. There always seems to be a target on my back. Somebody is coming after me. Why we can't work together? in ministry just do what God has called us to do but why you got to feel like you jealous of me you envious of me uh, I'm trying to let you understand Hagler because there was a target on your back folk ain't gonna let you just be you because you know what they're trying if, if, if I can kill you and get you out the way then your place your position your favor your grace your closeness to the men of God to the other women that can become my place I want what you got they may be envious of you they they cut it what you have and you got to understand they want to hunt you like prey 
And so there were times where, yes, you feel hunted. And let's be real, there were some days my wife is hunted and I am the hunter. Oh, I'm trying to hunt that phenomenal woman. Come here. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yes. Uh, I, 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 I'm peeking over bushes and behind doors like, where you at? Because I want you to know I'm hunting you. You understand? Yeah, 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 yeah. It ain't no game. It's real life over here. Go listen. I want what you got and I'm coming after. You got to understand. But this is where I feel like we find most of these phenomenal women. If it's not that you feel hunted, then you are a boxer. You understand what I'm saying? Don't you get it twisted. Me with my high heels on, me with all my pretty makeup on, me with my hair done up right. Don't you get it twisted. I know how to let my hair down or tie it back and put Vaseline on my face and become a boxer in the moment if I have. You got to, oh, see y'all playing game as cute as I am and as cute as she is. Boo, don't you get it twisted. Uh, you got to understand, as proper as someone like an elder's toy is, don't you get it twisted. Elder toy will backhand you so hard that you'll find two of your front teeth misses so easily and so quick. That's what I found out about some of these phenomenal women. Love God with all of their heart, but will still backhand to spit out your mouth if you ain't careful. Uh, don't you say the wrong thing about their leaders. Don't you say the wrong thing about their God. Don't you mess with their, oh, and you show better not mess with their children. You got to understand, oh, uh, these phenomenal women will turn into phenomenal boxes and and they would jump back on you. You understand? And put up a hand said that you ain't think, uh, hold on, where that came from? You got to understand who you're dealing with. It's, I'm not just a woman that knows how to fight in the realm of the spirit, boo. Let's not get it twisted. Oh, I know how to throw some hands in this natural realm, too. But listen, I'm trying to be a lady. I'm trying to be a lady, a woman of God. He, he told me I'm supposed to fight like that. I'm supposed to fight on my knees now. He said the weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down and strong. I'm trying to fight in a different way. But let me just put an a, a exclamation point right here. Don't you get it twisted? Because I, I can identify with how I, I can become a boxer if you need me to be. I can, I can become a boxer if you need me to be, right? So understand, when you understand, that's where I feel like we find most of our phenomenal women, right? In their heels, they'll take their heels off, and you'll see them start taking it, hold this right here, hold it, you know, hold this earring right here, hold this person, all this stuff right here. Just wait a minute, right there. Some of them, some of them, you know what I'm saying, are to my God, good handset, good good courage in their heart, that they'll go toe-to-toe -to -toe with a man, and we got to say, hey, hey, put your lace on, put your lace on. Y'all ain't saying nothing, but I'm going to show talk to y'all this morning. You got to understand some of these women before I understood who they really were I thought they were crazy but you got to get to know them uh, what you deem to be crazy or what looks crazy to you is just simply passion they're passionate women passionate phenomenal women and that's what I understand now what I thought was crazy was just passion and these women had a lot of passion to give right they're passionate about what they do for God even as we talked about on Sunday it don't take much for a woman to give God praise you could come in and be like come on let's give God some praise and the women are gonna be come on they're going to start blessing. They're going to start clapping their hands. And they're going to open up their mouth and give God praise. It's the men that we got to keep pumping their pride. It's the leaders that we got to drag to come on and bless the name of our God who is worthy. But see, understand, these women, they don't have a problem giving God praise. They don't have a problem giving God praise. So listen, uh, I want to do, do you know somebody, can you be like, woman, do, do, do you ever feel like you're being hunted? Do, do, you, do you ever feel like you've been hunted and you're trying to figure this thing out? There was a target on your back, right? And, and we know that you understand and that you know, that yes, there was a target that the enemy has placed on your back, but separate and apart from that target, sometimes there was a target in this natural realm. There was another woman coming for you, coming for your position. There was another woman coming for your grace. There was another woman coming for your favor. There was another woman coming for your class. Yeah. And there was another woman, believe it or not, she like your clatchet. Yes, she does. There was another woman. She 
like how ratchet you can be because you make very ratchet being smooth some days. You got to understand. Don't get it twisted. I ain't never seen a woman like some of these phenomenal women who can make being ratchet seem smooth. Like what? She just, oh my God, she just put him, her, all of them in their place. My God. And don't feel bad about it because listen, if I ain't sinned against him, it's all right. You're going to be in your place and you're going to know your place after you finish dealing with me. You got to understand I'm not your uh, traditional woman. I am an untraditional phenomenal woman. And I'm trying to get you to understand why you have got to be encouraged women. Five women with the word. Seven women with the word. Twenty-five women with the word. Whatever the number is, listen, you got to understand there was a word on the inside of you that you don't let the world kill. You don't let the world kill this. You don't let a situation kill this. You don't let a circumstance kill this. Uh, no, you got to let the word of the Lord be cultivated and grown up on the inside. Let it live. Let it come alive on the inside of you. So, Hugler, maybe most of you find yourself there, but we're trying to give you six descriptions of a woman, right? And so then when you see Milka, right, she's, she's, she's queen. Uh, she understands. And most of you, you consider yourself to be a queen, rightfully so, especially those of us in the black culture. We, we, we figure we come from kings and queens. Nah, nah, me. Nah, me, you got to understand. This is where I just be like, hold up now, hold up now, hold up now. The black folk and the only folk who had kings and queens, right? There was still an acted uh, 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 queen right over there in Europe. You understand? In our present time, there is there is a white queen right over there in you. So you got to understand. Black folk, we're not the only ones who come from kings and queens, right? So just get that out of your head. But I'm just I'm just saying, if you deem yourself to be a queen, listen, we listen, hey, baby. Whether you wear your crown tilted or whether you have that joint straight on your head, listen. The fact of the matter is, is that you got a crown, and today you get to wear your crown and you get to wear your crown proudly because you are a queen and you got to understand you are not just a glamorous queen but you are a phenomenal queen you're queen of your castle you're queen of the house right you got to understand you are a queen that has prepared your heart for the king to come and sit on the throne of your heart because you understand the importance of who he is and how much you need him you understand this is what makes you a phenomenal queen huh? you classy you understand not only that but your royalty and until most men get this understanding see listen woman don't you get discouraged listen we got to catch up because we really still don't truly understand exactly who you are in all of your totality but listen god is working on us god is helping us to understand you 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 are a complex creature as a woman you got to understand you're a very complex individual and, and for us men y'all know y'all mature faster than us and, and most of y'all believe y'all are smarter than us and i ain't gonna give you that right there because i don't think all women are smarter than me you got to understand now do i believe that some women yeah i believe most so i ain't gonna say most either i believe there are a lot of women that are smarter than me but you got to understand for those that are smarter than me, you got to understand, you got to give us time to catch up. Yeah, we, 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 we got to catch up. Give us an opportunity to catch up, to understand you and all of the complexities that come with you. Like, like for example, you with all your emotions, you with your cycle and all those different things. Like We don't understand all of that stuff uh, and the pain that you have to deal with in a cleansing process that God has put uniquely created in your body. We don't understand all of that. Why you got to be so emotional, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. But even with all that going on, you show your phenomenal uh, abilities by you still taking care of things with all these different things that are, 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 are out of order, you know, just moving again got you feeling all up and down and all over the place happening in your body at the same time but you still make sure what needs to get done gets 
done. And when you fail to get it done, what I found about you, woman, sometimes even though you're complex, you have the ability to communicate. You will say, hey, I, I couldn't get such and such done because of this right here. Well, most men, we fail to communicate. You got us on that one right there. You beat us with this communication thing because you're going to talk. Listen, I, I want to let you know I'm going to the store. We just walk out the house. You with your silly self, man. This is why you ain't reached the level of phenomenal yet because, see, you you ain't got the basis of communication. Now, she let you know, listen, I'm on the phone with such and such. You just on the phone. And when she got to come in there and talk to you, I'm on the phone. I'm on, I'm on the phone. She let you know, listen, I'm on the phone with such and such. You know, if you need me, let me know. You understand? This is a phenomenal woman in her ability to communicate what needs to be communicated to you so that you will have understanding, man, so that you will have understanding, children. Learn how she's teaching you about communication. Learn from this. You've got to learn communication is the lifeline. Communication is where all relationships uh, 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 begin. This is where the origin of relationships come from, the place of communication. And it begins, and it, it's the foundation of it, right? This is how trust is built in a relationship. It comes by the means of communication. You have got to learn to do communication well, man. Watch a woman talk. Watch a woman talk. Watch a woman talk. I'm trying to tell you, watch a woman talk, and you learn something about communication right there. I know you think because you was a player, you was trying to, no, you was tricking some dumb young individual. That's all that was. But see, when it comes to dealing with a woman, I ain't talking about them little girls. When it comes to dealing with a woman, you can't talk no circles around her. No, no, boo, oh, no. Why? Because she's discerning. She's sensitive. And then there's that thing called intuition that she has. And on top of that intuition, she has the Holy Ghost. And you got to understand, dang, much you about to begin past her, especially when she's in tune with the spirit of the living God. You ain't about to begin nothing past her. And you can play all the word games you want to play. But listen, she's going to dissect all of that stuff, all through that stuff, and just chop it all the way up. And what you thought was a good piece of conversation, what you thought was a good defense conversation, she's going to run you through all that, show you how it was wrong here, it was wrong there. As a matter of fact, if your grandma was off here, she'll just do that just to be, you know what I'm saying, tripping on you. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Because she's trying to show just how phenomenal she is. And you, you still have not came to that understanding where you don't understand just how phenomenal she is and she's a phenomenal woman. Now, do you see the other definition that is that is attached to milk a queen? It says counsel. Uh, so this woman has the ability to give you counsel, even though you are a man. Uh, we understand there were times that God would speak to the woman and give her the answer. God would give her the definition of what it is that you are trying to un understand, right? And so don't you discount what this woman has to say. Don't you discount what she's saying God is saying. Don't you discount what she's saying God showed her, God revealed to her, what she dreamt what she saw in the vision. Don't you discount when she said God led her to a place in script. Hear what the woman of the Lord has to say because she is a phenomenal woman. She can bring counsel to a situation. Sometimes, man, we got to back up. I know we're supposed to be the disciplinarian in the household, but there are times where she may give you counsel on how to discipline in a better manner. You understand? Listen, you tried the whooping and we ain't got nowhere. Maybe you should come this way right here. Maybe you should try it like this right here. Uh, what she's trying to tell you, she's in tune with every individual in the house. I know sometimes it just seems like she in tune with them children because listen, she seems like she gonna give all of her time to them children and, and we as men, we be like, hey, hey, I know you don't see me over here. The devil is a liar. But man, make no mistake about it. She cannot be phenomenal if she was not in tune with every individual. She see you. She know what's going on with you. She's just saying, I need a little more time. You understand? Let me put this fire out. Then I come put you <laughs> you gotta understand because see some days that flesh is burning in us as men and she said listen I, I know let me put this fire
fire out over him first, and then I'm gonna come and put that fire out. Right, just bear with, just, just, just be understanding with me. Just, just rock with me. Just, just flow with me. Listen, we are team. Fill in the blank. Uh, I'm gonna give you another opportunity. We are team. Fill in the blank. Listen, you gotta just lean with her. You just gotta rock. Yeah, I said it. you just gotta lean with her. You just gotta rock with her. Yes, you do. Stop, stop, stop. No, you just gotta lean and rock with her. Trust me, she's in tune to the house, so she knows what's going on. Even when it seems like she is oblivious to what's going on in the house. So now, what I found out of a woman, they truly can multitask. She is aware of what's going on in that house. Now, she might not have said nothing to you and understand the reason why she probably hasn't said anything to you because every time she tried to talk to you, you act like you had many other things to do. You like act like every other thing was important to hear what she had to say. So guess what? She has resolved or come to the place where, listen, I'll deal with it myself. I'll take care of myself. Listen, I've been doing this for a long time. You got to understand, boo. Listen, you got favor when you found me. It ain't the other way around it. I got no boo. You got favor when you found me. Let's go get it twisted. I came with favor and I upgraded your life, man of God. So, so let's not get it twisted. You got to understand. She has counsel. God has given her account. In order to rock the position as being a queen, there was a certain level of counsel or certain level of, of, of intellect that has to be on display, right? In order to rock queen because guess what the country moves or the domain moves and flows at your thinking what you set forth as rules and laws in the kingdom so understand she has to have some good intellect in order to run a country she has to have good intellect in order to run a household she has to have good intellect in order to run to be the parent of some of those children and that ain't me throwing off on your children I'm just saying if you know anything to have children uh, some of them are a blessing but some of them are not they are only a blessing to God. You understand, you're a blessing just for God, boy. I ain't for the lot. You're just a blessing to him. If you're a blessing to anybody, you're a blessing to him because Lord, Lord have mercy. I ain't gonna say you're a curse, but God, dog, I feel like the enemy is gonna lose something in this house when you came here. You got to understand. I'm just saying, but God can deliver them. God can set them free, but make no mistake about that phenomenal woman, that phenomenal mother. I don't care what that child has going on. She has come to the place where I won't give up on. Oh, she resembles the nature of our God. I won't give up on them. No, 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 no. I don't care what it looks like, and I don't care what you've been through, and I don't care what mistake you made. I won't give up on my baby. Where men will be like, you know what? Forget that. Forget that. Hey, you think you grown? You ain't got no idiot hear me. You can get out on the street right now. But a woman, she be looking at you with her hands on her hip, like, I know you did. No, you did. I know you ain't talking about put my baby. If you put my baby on the street, then you gonna have to put both of us on the street. See, that when them woman, she would step in just like that. No, you can't just mishandle my baby because if you mishandle my baby, then you got to put me where you tell me I put my baby. But then you have some women who will say, okay, you know, and, and, and in her own right, she's still a phenomenal woman. She's going to stand with the husband because she understands. We have done all we can to reach this child. We have simply got to turn you over to God. <laughs> we got to turn you over to God. We can't try to intervene no more. We can't try to step in no more. This is a job for the Lord, our God, the most high God. He has got to do this. And with her phenomenal self, she'll go and stand right to her. her I love you. But we got the gift of goodbye. I love you. Hey, our love for you is not going to change. We can help you whenever you need help. All you got to do is come to us. But as long as you still operating in pride, operating in rebellion, listen, we got to turn you over to the Lord. 
You got to turn you over to the Lord. We ain't about to great early than we supposed to. We ain't about to lose our mind behind you. Oh, no. We ain't about to have no migraine headaches by word behind you. Oh, no. We ain't about to have no nervous breakdown, emotional breakdown, mental breakdown behind you. When we can simply say, God, I put them in your hands. They, they belong to you, God. Mm-mm. This is uh, this you, God. So then you have Terza. And we're talking about six descriptions of a woman, right? Terza, she's 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 favorable. She has that favor. She's got that. She's got that 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 favor. You understand that unrepeted favor, that 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 grace that's taking place in her life, right? And, and you got to understand, right? God has set His affection upon her. Because even when you look at this in the Hebrew, when you're talking about being favorable, it, when you go a little bit further, it's talking about God has set His affection upon her. You got to understand, man. You can't look at her how God looks at her. See, God looks at her in an affectionate manner. To the point he said i've set our place i put my affection upon her so even when she doesn't feel loved by you she always knows that she's loved by <laughs> i'm talking about she can be a single phenomenal woman ain't nobody laying in the bed with her but she understands i got the affection of god placed upon me you understand that doesn't mean i want somebody but i understand i can hold out to the man of god come you got to understand I ain't got to run around give up my tail i can hold out to the man of god come because god has set his affection upon me I understand I am the apple of God's eye. You got to be talking about phenomenal women leading with love as they lead in ministry. The fact that she stands boldly, unashamedly of who she is as a woman of God, as a servant of the Most High God, you know, working with her husband in ministry, helping to bring their children up in the things of God. She listen, she she embodies it, she embraces it. This is a phenomenal woman. So uh, she has the favor of God, but not only does she has the favor of God, there is a pleasantness when you deal with her. See, and see, this is one of the descriptions of the women that you understand. Uh, not all women are pleasant to deal with. You got to understand. If we can go ahead and be real, not all women are pleasant to deal with. Now, they have pleasant times, but they're not pleasant all the time. They have pleasant times, but they're not pleasant all the time. But there is a breed of woman that is pleasant all the time, right? We've seen it in some of these bigger ministries you got to go a ways back though you got to go a ways back you got to step back into history you know what I, mean? like, I don't know if they make these kind of women anymore you understand what i'm saying where the woman was just so submitted like and, and i'm talking about she treated her man like a king this is the king of my castle and, and she brought his food to him while he was in his recliner she brought his food to him and she guess what she didn't bring it on a paper plate she didn't bring it on a plastic plate she said this is a king she brought him a real plate <laughs> oh she didn't give him no plastic fork. no she didn't she didn't give him no solo red cup no she didn't she brought him a glass Oh, she brought him a glass. She brought him a glass. She brought him a glass. Y'all don't like it. It's getting hard right through the intercessors. I need you to pray and help me push this plow through. I know you want me to stop, but it ain't going to stop till you get enough right here in this hard place. No, she responded to him like he was a real king. He was royalty, and she was grateful for who God brought into her midst. She didn't have a problem coming subject to him. She didn't raise her voice. Even when he said things that he clearly was trying to offend her, she didn't step out of line. She remained classy. Okay, whatever you say honey. Huh. She didn't raise her voice. She didn't cause no scene when folk were there. And see, nowadays, see, some of y'all resort back to Hogler where you were like, oh, oh, I know you didn't just say that to me. You know what I'm saying? You resort back to your boxing. You listen, oh, you want to fight? You want to fight? Oh, you want to throw it out? Oh, we can do it. You understand? No, 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 no. She didn't, she didn't go put on the boxing gloves. She submitted Mm, she she came subject. She yielded herself. She gave. Because even when we talk about yield, remember, we talk about yield. It means to give or supply. She supplied him with someone who becomes subject to the word of the house. 
She made room for him. Oh, thank you, Mike, for putting up this definition. Listen, she made room for his ego. Oh, yes, she did. She made room for his ego. She understood that he was insecure, but you'll never hear me call you insecure, baby. I'm going to, listen, I'm going to talk you up so good that you're going to believe everything I say, baby. If I tell you you can jump over the moon, you're going to believe it because of her ability to communicate to him. She made room for his ego. Y'all ain't going to help me right there. Do you hear what I say? She didn't just make room for him, but she made room for his fragile ego. Yes, she did. This is a phenomenal woman understanding who she's dealing with. He has to be stroked. See, everybody, every other man don't require it, but him, he requires it. I got to tell him, baby, you know you awesome. <laughs> I got to tell him, you know what I'm saying? When I, after I help pick out his outfit for the day, I got to tell him, baby, now you know you looking fly, right? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. There's some women who got to pick out their clothes. Oh! But then after you pick his outfit, now you got to step back and say, well, look at you looking like you look at Oh, boy! Look at you! Listen, now don't you go out there and get in no trouble. <laughs> yeah, you gotta talk to him like that and make him feel like he's somebody, make him believe that he's somebody. This is a phenomenal woman leading with love and leading in ministry. Oh, yes. Uh, she didn't just make room for the man, but she made room for his fragile ego. Oh, that's a bad woman right there. To know that you're dealing with a, uh, uh, okay, let's just call it what it is. To know that you're really dealing with a weak man. <laughs> but listen, that man don't even understand or know that he's weak because your ability to communicate and build him up and speak to his self-esteem and his self worth He really don't even know he's weak because of you. Oh, you, 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 I give you permission right now to pat yourself on the back because I want to say kudos to you. I want to say good job to you. I want to let you know, woman, this is what makes you a phenomenal woman. Look at how you got this man acting now. This man got a little pimp in his step when he walked. What? That's confident men who walk with a little, a little, you know, a little pimp like that. Confident man right there. They get it. He don't rush away from the mirror now. He's standing, he looking himself up and down and he like, ah, oh, he turning all around now. When before he didn't do all of that. But look at what you spoke into existence. Now he takes time and he looks at himself after he put that in his outfit. He looks at himself though. You understand? He like, oh, I do look good. Look at me. Look at me. Look at look. I'm looking. You understand? That's because of you. That's because of you. You're able to counsel him, and you sprinkle some flavor on him, and you've spoken pleasant words to him that he's able to receive and eat up and allow that thing to take root in his heart and spring up and bring forth a production, come bring forth the harvest. That is you working in ministry, woman. We're talking about these, these six descriptions of a woman, right? And this last description of a woman is simply found in our definition of resourceful. One thing that I found out about a woman, women are resourceful. They're very resourceful, having the ability to deal skillfully and quickly with new situations and difficulties, right? Uh, and listen to what it's saying. They have the ability to deal with skillfully and quickly. They have the ability to deal skillfully and quickly with new situations. I'm talking about something new can just pop off, but it's something built on the inside of them where they have the ability to deal with this thing skillfully and quickly and it doesn't matter if it's a difficulty listen i was born to take care of this thing right here this is something that god has created on the inside of me as a phenomenal woman that listen i can handle this right here that's why she don't always rush to say honey will you help me baby will you help me because listen she's been accustomed to handling these things right here she's not moved by problems and let's be real some days man we are moved by problems and and we struggle when we don't have the answer but even on the days that she don't have an answer 
she said, but I know I got God. <laughs> I don't have the answer. I don't know what to do, but I know where God is. You got to understand. You got to understand. I, I, I don't know what's about to take place, but I know God. That's all I know. See, this is her resourcefulness on display. She has the ability to deal skillfully and quickly. Her skill set is on display, right? And it is quickly put on display when she's dealing with difficult situations, right? This is a phenomenal woman. Instead of cussing folk out, she blesses them. You understand? Instead of cussing folk out, she prays for them. This is a phenomenal woman. See, she's showing you how to deal skillfully and quickly with a difficult situation. Raising up, the man is unsatisfied. The children are creating a ruckus and all these things. She let's get it together she knows when to lift up her voice higher and she knows when to just speak in a soft tone understand this is a woman a phenomenal woman who knows how to deal skillfully and quickly with new difficult situations she knows what what what, what the situation calls for that's all i'm trying to say uh, what it calls for but yeah she understands what the situation requires <laughs> a, a soft touch or, or a firm touch she understands what's required in this moment see man we just messed it up some days. We approach our situation basically the same. Hey! I say sit down! Ain't nobody even in front of you. And when they are in front of you, hey! I say sit down! You know, you know how like Kevin Hart say, that's how we watch our kids. That's we watching TV. You understand? But the woman, she's in tune to what's going on. She's paying attention to what's taking place. Whereas men, we watch kids and, and watch everything else a little differently. But, but she knows what is required for the situation at hand. This is a phenomenal woman, right? So it says, verse 2, when they stood before Moses and before Eliezer, and the priests, and before the princes, and all the congregation by the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. You got to understand, this is the traveling tabernacle, right? The tabernacle of the congregation is at the door where Moses and Joshua would go and lay, and where the glory of God would come down, and they, they would meet them there with Moses. And whenever he had issues, he would take him before the Lord at the tabernacle of the congregation, and God would meet him there as he would lay in the presence of God. God would speak to him there and give him counsel and give him wisdom to go back and take to the children of Israel. So these these women, listen, these phenomenal women, they understood if we could just get to the church, if I could just get to the place where the glory abides, if I could get to where his presence will listen, things I already got favor that's upon me. He has already set affection upon me, but you're about to know how affectionate he is about me. You're about to know just how favored I am. And listen, there is not going to be any denial. I can tell you that I'm favored by God. I can tell you that his hand is upon me. I can tell you that he set affection upon me, but it's going to be something totally different when you see it for yourself. And when you hear it for yourself, because you got to understand, not only were they before Moses, whose names means to be drawn out, but there was also with Eliezer, I mean, God's help. Listen, God is about to draw us out of this tradition. You got to understand, because we are untraditional, phenomenal women. He's about to break us forth and break us out of all of this tradition. You got to understand that he's about to help us while he's pulling us out of all this tradition. You got to understand. So not only were they before the apostle, the prophet Moses, and the high priest Eliezer, but they were also before the princes, meaning the leaders of the tribes and get this they were before all the congregation uh, of the people so everybody was there listen god gonna speak it once and that's gonna be enough you about to understand exactly who we are how god sees us what god feels about us what god thinks about us so there is no misunderstanding you about to know he about to say it one time and it's going to be good enough uh, you got to understand so now they got an audience but listen what better place to be than to have an audience so remember elisha on my car 
upon Al when Elisha said, come on, when he was going up against all these false prophets, he had an audience of false prophets and the Lord God came down with fire. What better place than to be in front of an audience for God to come and show up and show out. And you got to understand, don't be moved by the crowd. Don't be moved by the own lookers, by the naysayers. Listen, sometimes God loves an artist. God loves to come and show out on your behalf in front of the audience because I'm going to let them know exactly who you are. It's, that's all that's about to take place, right? And he says in verse number three, they say, listen, now mind you, in verse two at the end, it says, by the door of the tabernacle of the congregation saying, so the women, I don't know if it was one, I don't know if it was Mala, Noah, Terzah, one spoke up as the spokesman for all the women, or if they all spoke in unison on one accord, speaking the same thing. But all it says, and they stood before Moses and before Elias and the priests and before the princes of all the congregation by the door of the tabernacle of the congregation saying, so basically they said, Saying, right, our father died in the wilderness, and he was not in the company of them that gathered themselves together against, right, uh, uh, the Lord and the company of Korah, but died in his own sin and had no sin. So listen, listen, listen. These women were very persuasive in the right way. Uh, listen, God has given us the ability to persuade, be persuasive, to get the thing that needs to be accomplished for his glory to make it happen. He has allowed us to be persuasive with our speech and with our communication to break us out of tradition and to bring us into a new realm of glory, a new realm of revelation, a new realm of being able to be a minister as a woman of God, as a phenomenal woman. It is through our ability to speak and communicate that we are breaking ourselves out of tradition and we're moving into another realm of untradition as being phenomenal women, as being ministers unto the Lord. Listen, it is my right. That's all they saying. It is my right, even though my father didn't have any son, but because I'm his own flesh and blood, because I was created in his likeness. Listen, it is my right as a son of God to be able to declare the gospel just like any other man. Matter of fact, I may have more revelation than some of these men because I don't mind spending time in prayer with God. I don't mind getting before the Lord. I don't mind studying unto the Lord God and, and the right to divine his word of truth. Listen, we know some men, they make time for basketball. They make time for tennis. They make time for football. They make time for golf. They make time for their boys. They make time for fishing. They make time for pool they make time for all of these different things but they never make time to go spend time with god but a woman with all the things that she has going on i got to cook i got to clean i got to make sure the children right got to make sure you right listen there were things putting on me in ministry but listen i'm gonna show you how phenomenal i am i'm gonna make sure that it all gets done and that it all gets done well i'm gonna do it in an excellent spirit that's why i'm a phenomenal woman i ain't gonna complain about what is put on my plate i'm gonna just roll with it and see a lot of folks the people that you deal with, they don't know how to just roll with it. When new things happen, then listen, they get flustered and they get backed up by certain things. But the phenomenal woman, when the difficult situation unveils itself, she knows how to roll with it. She said, give me a second to discern this thing. Give me a second to pray and go talk to God and consult God. Listen, I ain't about to get scared. I ain't about to back up. Listen, God is going to tell me exactly what to do concerning this situation right here. With all the other things that are putting on me, even with having a target on my back, listen, I ain't about to run from this. I'm showing you why I'm a phenomenal woman. I can handle this. I was built for this. I was born for this. And these times, 
So she said, they said, what? Well, listen, why should the name of our father be done away from among his family? Because he have no son. Give unto us, therefore, possession among the brethren of our father. So it doesn't matter. See, listen, with their persuasive speech, right? They're breaking tradition. They're breaking the spirit of tradition off of things, right? And, and listen, we're talking about equal rights. Uh, I should be able to stand in the pulpit without being discriminated against just like you. And listen, because if he can speak to me like he speak to you, why does it matter? We come here for the word in there, high. I know some of y'all mean you just come for when a man robbed God. You just want to talk about the money. No, but it's about the word of God. Think about how much you're robbing God when you fail to be who God has called you to be. You are a thief when you are robbing the very image and likeness of what God created you in when you fail to live up to the potential of the glory that God has placed in you. You are stealing the glory of God that is supposed to be on display. You are stealing the glory of God that's supposed to be demonstrated in your life when you fail to be and do what God has called you to be. So understand, they say, why should the name of our father be done away with from among his family? Because he have no son given to us, therefore a possession among the brethren of our father. Why should the name, name in the Hebrew denotes what? Something that you are known by, right? But the Hebraic word picture tells us what? Uh, uh, the name denotes what? It destroys chaos. When you don't have the name of something, be it a person, a place, or a thing, it leaves you in a state of chaos, a state of confusion. What is this? Uh, who is this? Uh, where is this? But when you name it, see, my God, we're not confused about who you are. He has called you for phenomenal woman he has called you a woman with the word he has called you a minister and listen it destroys any chaos it destroys any confusion that anybody had about you because he declares that you are phenomenal you are a servant minister unto god and you got to understand now that he's named you it's not good enough for everybody else to know who you are you must embrace it you must know who you are and what you know you must live you must be able to live through what you no. Oh, you got to understand that right there. Me, me and other MK was talking about this thing. Matter of fact, let's just go ahead and shift this thing. Me and teacher MK was talking about this thing. You got to understand. You got to be able to live through what you know. Because there are a lot of times, listen, you are unwilling to sacrifice yourself because of what you know. You won't sacrifice feeling the way you feel based upon what you know. I know they did what they did. I know they said what they said. I know it made you feel like this. But listen, you ain't got time to waddle in your flesh you got to live through what you know even though you know what they did know what they said and you know exactly how it made you feel you also know there is still a glory that must be on display there is still has to be obedience must be better than the sacrifice you got to be willing to sacrifice what you feel sacrifice your flesh and still live through what you know Listen, so understand, when you name it, it destroys any chaos. See, that's why you ought to raise your hand right now and say, God, thank God for my name. <laughs> oh, because I understand who I am because he named me. Uh, you got to understand, everybody may not know who I am, but because I got a name, I know who I am. And listen, I'm no longer deceived. I'm no longer walking in confusion. Why? Because I know my name. I know who I am. My name signifies what I'm supposed to do if you're confused about your destiny go and research your name understand what your name means because uh, it will give you insights and it will point to pointers related to your destiny so it destroys the questions about your name we're no longer confused about who you are 
We're, we're definitely not confused about what you are, phenomenal woman. Uh, we're, we're not even confused about where you are because you abide in this presence wherever you are. The city that you're in, the house that you're in, the family that you're in, the situation that you're currently in. You abide in his presence, phenomenal woman. And we're no longer confused about why because we see what God sees about you. We see why God is affectionate about you. We see why God showed like it because you're phenomenal. That's why. When we see it now, we could see it before. Before, but all it took was God just mm, let, let me polish her a little bit. Uh, let, 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 let me let me let me let me let me hold up. All you see is a little bit of black, but but let me let me polish her a little bit. Now we starting to see that shine just like an apple. And you know how folks shine the apple before they bite into it. Now we see why you're the apple of God's eye because we see that shine on you. We see the phenomenalness about you. We can see it before because some of us we were too close, meaning we got too common. But as soon as we step back, ah, uh, it took another look. And we see how phenomenal you are, woman. Forgive us when we counted you out. Forgive us when we discredited you. Forgive us when we mistook you as being anointed, although you truly were. We just couldn't see it at the time. I'm asking you to forgive us. This is part of you being phenomenal. You have the capability, the ability to forgive us and our errors. This is what makes you phenomenal. This is showing ministry because he said, listen, if you don't forgive, why would your father in heaven forgive you if you don't forgive? This is what makes you phenomenal because although they did it to you and yes it hurt you didn't forget it but listen you still made room to forgive them you still made room to say listen i want you to know listen that's water under the bridge baby we all right uh, listen i want to know you listen and i'm gonna let you know me even though you did what you did because you know what this is what leading in love is this is what leading with love is and this is what leading as a woman a phenomenal woman in ministry this is what leading with love and leading with love in ministry is about i make room for you even if I don't think you on my level, I could come down to your level. Because, you know, there were some people, they think they're too high. But see, I'm glad we had the example, somebody who carried a heavy title as an apostle or a pastor, but yet he still gave us his phone number. He still invited us to his home. You got to understand. See, I, I understand that. There may be a certain folk. Uh, I'm just calling it how I see it. That's only, I guarantee it's only about three, four people who going over to T.D. Jake's house uh, who may have Bishop T.D. Jake's number. That's just what it is, y'all. Y'all just said, folk will make this excuse where he too big. He got so many church. It doesn't matter. Christ made himself available to the people. The people got close. He dwelt among the sheep. That's what made him a good shepherd. He smelled like the sheep. You got to understand. And if any pastor, any bishop doesn't smell like the sheep, there is a problem if we can't reach you. If you are untouchable, there is a problem. There is a problem. There is a problem. But this is what makes you phenomenal. Although you married, you still don't mind hanging with the single women. You still don't mind encouraging the single women. You still don't mind sitting with them, spending time with them. You, you understand what I'm saying? You still don't mind watching other folks' children. When, when you already got children, you will make room to watch other folks. This is what makes you phenomenal. You don't say, but now I got my own children and we got something planned. No, you will interrupt your schedule just to help them out. You understand? You don't mind helping that single woman out. Bring them, child, bring them, children. Don't you give, don't worry, keep your money, child. Go buy something with, go buy something with your money. Go, go buy your new outfit or something with your money. We don't need that money. We'll take, we'll make sure they fit and all that stuff. See, this is what makes you phenomenal. You gotta, cause you're willing to make room for other individuals. Even when it's unpleasant, you still remain pleasant. <laughs> Even when it's unfavorable, you still remain favorable. This is why his affection is upon you. And so understand, he said that Moses brought their cause before the Lord. See, now when you can get the, the, the head apostolic, the chief apostle, 
to go and take your cause before the Lord. Oh, you need to understand you favored. You are favored by God. When, when, when the man of God, when your leader, your chief leader hears about your cause and say, I'm going to take that in prayer for you. All right, listen, we got to go consult God. Listen, don't you ever doubt, question whether or not you are favored by God. Because God want to hear from the chief, your cause from the chief. He's showing you just how favored you are. But it says, and the Lord speak unto Moses, right? Saying, what did he say? He said, the daughters of Zelophehad speak right. <laughs> See, there are many days, women, folks try to make you think you're wrong. Simply because you're a woman. They knew when you spoke what you spoke, it was right. But if I let you be right, think you'll be right, then I'm going to take a hit on my ego. And I can't take that hit. Listen, because the world has beat me up. My family has beat me up. Folks that don't understand this beat me up. Matter of fact, police are beat me up. Let's go ahead, and go ahead and be real. Everybody's beat me up. And I shouldn't have to come home to still be beat when I come home. But listen, she's not beating you. She's just correcting you. Uh, and you misinterpret a beat and you misinterpret correction for a beating. No, she's just correcting you. And when you understand correction, she's helping you. Where everybody else who beat you down, they did it to tear you down. They did it to keep you down. But she did it to help you. She did it to help uplift you. She did it to encourage you. She did it to help build you up. That's why she did it. She did it because she loves you. She would rather see you right than abide and wrong. That's why she did it. He said, the daughters of Zelophehad speak right. Thou shalt surely give them a possession of inheritance among their father's brethren. Listen, you have to understand the importance of the inheritance. It was suited for the firstborn son. But in this particular situation, the man had no sons. And the women say, listen, if his inheritance doesn't remain with his own flesh and blood, his name shall be lost within his clan forever. Ah, oh, it's something about the name. Ah, oh, I know it's something about the name Jesus. But God wants you to understand it was something about your name as well. Oh, and I refuse to have his name erased from the history books. You got to understand the women stood up for the right that our father's name should remain. Let it be so even if we don't have a son. Listen, we can do with the inheritance just like the men can do. Probably do better with the inheritance because we understand how to work some stuff. With little, we know how to turn a little bit into a lot. Oh, you got to understand. I don't know how the women will cook you a whole meal out of just some oatmeal up in the closet. You'll come down. It wasn't nothing but a box of oatmeal up in the pantry. And you came down. It's some fried chicken. I don't know where they got yellow rice out of this box of oatmeal. You got some collard greens. You said, what the father? How we get a hold of this? When I came down here to cook, it was just a box of oatmeal up there with the Quaker man on front. But you don't, you don't, I don't know what you did. You prayed that we got collard green, fried chicken, yellow rice. What in the world? She knows uh, how to do much with the little that she has. And so why are you tripping on the fact that she says this property should remain in his bloodline? Listen, it ain't going to go to waste. We know exactly what to do because we're women. We are well learned. We have watched what our father has done. We have watched what our grandfather did. We have watched what our great great grandfather did. We know exactly what to do. Don't discount us. Don't count us out because we are women. Matter of fact, give us an opportunity to show you what we are capable of. 
This is nothing like God giving you an opportunity. So women, I come to tell you, don't you squander your opportunity. When God gives you the opportunity, make the most of your opportunity. Why? Because he's breaking and kicking down doors for equal rights for you as a woman. He's breaking and kicking down doors for five women, seven women, 25 women with the word. Women who are unwilling to compromise the truth of what God said. I don't care what you look like. I don't care if you move by what God puts in my mouth. Like Jeremiah, he has touched my mouth and put his word in my mouth. And I must speak and declare the word of the living God. I'm not coming to stroke your ego. I'm not coming to stroke your flesh. I'm coming to give you a message in this mess age. This messed up world. I'm coming to give you a message from heaven. So understand, he said, and thou shalt cause the inheritance of their father to pass unto them, give it to them, because they're right. Uh, see, that way a woman should be like, you should have held your head up, like, oh, it's mine, oh, it is mine, I'm making room, I'm preparing myself for my inheritance, because it's my right as a son of God. And when I say son, we're not talking about your gender, we're talking about the nature and the character of God being displayed on you. Because you display the nature and because you display the character of God, it is your right to have what you have. You know why? Because the scripture said God said so. You can have it because God said so. Now, it doesn't matter who, if anybody says you don't supposed to have it, if anybody says why you shouldn't have it, your response is God said so. <laughs> now, 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 what is anybody going to do with that right there? My daddy uh, for those of you that still call him daddy, <laughs> you understand, my, my, my dad, you understand, if you know you a daddy's girl, my, my daddy said I can have you, oh, I'm trying to stop you, my daddy said so, that's why, because my daddy said so, I see, I used to live with my, my children when they were a whole lot younger, when it was like, because my daddy said so, uh, they was big and bold enough to tell their mama, because my daddy said so. See, it's something when your daddy says something, there is a boldness that rises up in you. You don't care who you got to talk, because you know your daddy said so. And ain't nobody about to change what your daddy just said. You got to understand. Oh, I'm trying to remind you when your daddy speaks, it's changeable, it's immutable, boo. Oh, yeah, it thing ain't changing. I don't care what they do. My daddy said so. This thing ain't changing. He said it's stone because my daddy said so. So, women of God, as you lead with love and as you lead with love in leading in ministry, I want to encourage you that you are phenomenal. And I hope you see yourself as we describe six descriptions of who you are as a woman that makes you phenomenal as you continually fight for equal rights and ministry. See, you know, we got people in the world who are fighting for equal pay and all those different things. And that's what God called you to do. The bound means do it. I'm just saying, I know he's called you to fight for equal rights in the, in the spirit realm, to fight for equal rights in the declaring of his word. That's why we give our nod to the seven women, five women with the word. They were all speaking the same thing. And as they all spoke the same thing, listen. The unity, the unison, the one accord, and the favor that they all moved and operated, understanding who they were, that the Lord's affection was upon them. Because you got to understand, think about this here, right? When we say, 
deters her. Her name's mean favorable. God said his affection upon her, right? And she was approved by God. But because she came in unison on one accord with all of them, it brought all five of them to a place of being favored. It brought all five of them to a place of being approved. And when you think about someone like Milka, who denoted queen, it brought all five of them to a position of being queen. Now when God sees us, he sees five queens. And not just one, but he sees five queens because we are together. We, we're thinking the same thing. We're speaking the same thing. And so when God looks at me, the who names me Queen Milka, but he now sees five kings. He's not going to deny. He now sees five women who can provide counsel <laughs> oh i'm trying to tell you the power of agreement women the power of agreement when you come on one accord in agreement the greatest power separate and apart from choice the spirit of god the word of god it is called agreement when you can bring yourself in alignment and agreement with somebody that's why he said when two or three are gathered he's talking about agreeing agreeing because how many times you've been in a room before but y'all would never on one accord that's why we couldn't get things accomplished. You see it all the time in business meetings. All the, all of the business personnel are in the room, but because we all can't get on one accord, the business comes to a halt. Churches come to a halt. Families come to a halt. So phenomenal woman, there is something for you to learn in this, the power of agreement. Come in agreement with another woman. Align yourself with another woman. You know, her husband acted up and you've already been there before. Yours is acting right now. Come in agreement with a pray with her for him. Come in agreement and pray for the ministry women. Because when you think about ministry as a whole, even in relation to hang on ministry, doors have been intentionally kicked down and kicked open so that you as a woman could come through and shine. And all your femininity, doors have been kicked down and kicked open for you to shine in all of your femininity. This is why you should make sure you dedicate time to praying for the ministry. Because sometimes when, when folk tried to shut you down, it was this ministry that gave you a voice. It was this ministry that put you on the platform. It was this ministry that believed in your gifts. It was this ministry that encouraged you in your gifts. This is why you should pray for the ministry. This is what makes you phenomenal. So I pray that you were blessed by the word. Listen to five women with the word, 25 women with the word, 32 women with the word. Just have a word, woman. That's all we say. Just have a word. Don't let the enemy steal the word that God has placed on the inside of you. Because there was a word for the nation. There was a word for this dying word that God has placed on the inside of you. Amen. This is how you lead with love. And this is how you lead with love while you're leading in ministry as a phenomenal woman. Amen.